This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. I'm thrilled to have you here today. I'm going to be talking about something a little different, but still tied into human design and gene keys. So I sent this email a couple weeks ago at this point, now that you're listening to this, to my email list, and I was just sharing my experience of watching this Netflix docuseries called The Principles of Pleasure. And I started watching this. It's a three-series sort of documentary. And each each of the episodes range from like 45 minutes to about an hour. And they basically cover in the first episode, they dive into like the female anatomy, like literally talking about the vagina and the clitoris, the inside, the outside, all the things, talking about the female body. The second episode dives into sex and the mind, like being connected to the mind in order to be sexually aroused and being connected to the body. And then the final episode is talking about sex and relationships. And I love watching and learning this kind of stuff. It's obviously so important. Like, I am a cisgendered white female. Like, I, I, I have a female body. I'm familiar with it. And I love to learn about it because I feel like this was lacking growing up. And I know that a lot of people can relate to this no matter what your gender is. Like, talking about gender and sex is just not, was not a thing the way that it's evolving now. And what I thought was really interesting, and like I knew this, but I didn't really know this until I was watching the episodes. Like the episodes were so well done. Like they had a variety of people sharing from the LGBTQA plus communities. They had women of color. They had, you know, transgendered folks. Like it was just so amazing the way that they talked about it from the most inclusive lens possible. And the reason why I want to dive into this in the episode and why this relates to human design and gene keys is because I started to see the parallels of how pleasure in with ourselves in our life, in our sex life and relationships is very parallel with pleasure in business. And obviously I'm going to bring human design and gene keys into this, but I was so impressed because the biggest thing that stood out to me, and like I knew this, we talk about the patriarchy, we talk about misogyny, privilege, like there's all these barriers and things that we have to deal with. And this is definitely speaking primarily from a female lens, but I hope that, you know, majority of you listening to this identify as female, so you're really going to be able to relate to this. But it was just really showing the barriers there are for women in terms of being able to receive pleasure. Like there's always this like don't talk about pleasure. There's a lot of patriarchy in terms of like needing to work or be able to earn pleasure. There's always the distractions from being able to feel pleasure because, you know, we're thinking about kids. We're thinking about the dishes. We're thinking about whatever the fuck it is that we're thinking about. We are judging ourselves because there's such a rampant influence of the porn industry of what things, quote, should look like. And is this normal? Am I normal? That's like the biggest question that they dove into in the series. And 
another reason why I'm so fascinated by all of this, and some of you may know this because I've probably mentioned it in passing, but when I was a teacher and I was teaching at a school in China, it was a BC curriculum school, so I taught everything in English. I had a planning class that I was teaching. I had four sections of this planning class, which meant that I had to teach the same lesson four times. Which also means, if you don't know what planning class is, it's like a life coaching class is what I would say. And if I had to ever teach again, I would want to teach that and physical education. Like, those are my jams. So this class, we dive into, you know, we, we, we prepare the students for university. We talk about relationships. We talk about health. We talk about sex. We do a sex ed section in this class. And I can tell you that because I was teaching this in China, which is a very conservative country, I have never seen people's eyeballs pop out of their head so hard in my life. Like the kids were completely mind blown and it was, it was just insane. It was extremely taboo to like, look at a vagina, look at a penis, like talk about sexual intercourse. And yes, I did have to show them how to put a condom on a banana. And yes, I tried to use the same bananas for four classes. And by the fourth class, the fucking banana exploded into the condom. And I was like, here's a perfect real life example of why you need to wear protection. Anyways, the point is, whenever I go in and I watch these kinds of shows where I'm going to learn about the female body, especially because my degree in physical education, I did a ton of anatomy classes. Like I, I have above average knowledge and understanding of the human body. So I go in and I watch these series and there's part of me that's like feeling validated and reaffirmed the way that they talk about the anatomy of, you know, the vagina and all of these important parts of us. I'm like, yes, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. But then it was the next level talking about privilege and the patriarchy and these sort of barriers that we have to deal with. And so as I started to to watch this process, this, it's obviously applying to my own intimate relationships. And then simultaneously, I feel like this is such an open Ajna thing where I'm like watching this and I'm not just seeing it for it is. I'm like putting it into all these different buckets and like seeing it from different lenses. And then I started to see, I was like, wow, like we don't allow ourselves to have pleasure in business unless it is, quote, successful. Just like we don't think that we are successful in in life unless we ha- we have these results. Like this is a very patriarchy thing, and so it's it's also when it comes to intimate relationships, whether that's with ourselves, with our partners, multiple partners, whatever it is. There's always these conformities that apparently we have to conform to in order to justify or receive what it is that we want to receive or experience in that situation. And so I really started to look at this and I was like, this is so interesting, you know, especially being a SQL generator and also just that a lot of you listening to this, there's like a 60 to 70% chance you have your SQL defined. Even if you don't have your SQL defined, you're going to be amplifying people, whether they're in alignment or out of alignment, you're going to be picking up on that energy. So really this affects everyone. The pleasure that we seek to create in our business is what will create sustainability, So I am willing to bet my bottom dollar that if someone has not had the success that they want in their business, it's because they have not found the path to pleasure through the work that they do, through the offers that they, you know, serve to others, through their self-expression, how they show up, sharing their stories, selling, marketing, all the things. There's been a lack of pleasure and therefore it's not sustainable. 
And it's not to say, like, obviously we cannot have an orgasm 24 fucking 7, you know? But if metaphorically you think about it, foreplay can last a long time. And you can ease in and out of this. So when I'm talking about foreplay right now, obviously, yes, you could think about, you know, sexual relations. But what I'm talking about is what the fuck is the foreplay in your business? And if it's the selling and the receiving money that brings you pleasure, what is the foreplay up until that point that you're doing? Are you just doing the things that you think you should be doing because that is, quote, supposedly going to lead you to that point of pleasure, to that your version of an orgasm? You know what I mean? And I think that it's so important that we really look at, and if you think about it, there's so many fucking different ways to run a business. And I think that we get caught up in, oh, well, that person had success, so I'm going to do it like that. It's, it's literally like I imagine myself as a kid, full like disclosure here, reading all the cosmopolitan magazines and being like, okay, this is how you give oral sex. You're going to do this with this body part. You're going to do that. You're not going to do this. And then, you know, you go and I do the things with the guys that I was seeing. But just because it says it fucking works in a cosmopolitan magazine doesn't mean that the person I'm with is going to enjoy it. So the same thing applies to business, but yet we don't trust ourselves. And so this is the other thing that I thought was really interesting, and this is what they dove into in the third episode, was talking about sexual discordance. And what that is, is that they talked about specifically in the female body how it, this is more common for, for women to experience this, where your mind might be on board with whatever it is that you're doing sexually, intimately, but your, your body is not. Or your body might be on board, like you can feel... You're with your person, you're aroused, you're turned on, but your mind is thinking about the dishes. Your mind is thinking about dinner. Your mind is thinking about how you have debt to pay off. And so I started to think about this and I was like, okay, sexual discordance. This makes sense. I can relate to this. How am I having sexual discordance in my business? Because having a business is a creative pursuit. Having sex is creative. There's so many fucking parallels. And I really hope that the way that I'm sharing and evoking you is inspiring you because I, I feel like I haven't really had somebody talk about sex and business this way before because usually when it's sex and business, what I've seen, and this is just not for me, it's not wrong, but it's not for me, are women who are very sexually expressed in the online space and they use their sensuality and sexuality to sell their services. And so that's just another example where I've seen this. I'm like, oh, that's working for them. Do I need to be more connected to my yoni? Like, should I be doing these things and maybe I'll make more money? A hundred fucking percent. I've got caught up on that. Years ago, I paid like $250 for a seven day breast massage course that was apparently going to like open up my yoni and help me receive. It didn't work for me. Okay. And that's me trying to do the things that other people are doing because they say it works for them. But sometimes you have to experiment. That's not a bad thing right? But the point is, coming back to the sexual discordance, I really started to sit with where am I really doing things how I think I should be doing them instead of prioritizing pleasure. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of heaviness around the aspect of prioritizing pleasure, which has to do with that sacral energy, right? 
but prioritizing pleasure can maybe come across as oh you're avoiding the hard work oh you're being lazy oh you just want to goof around like oh you're not being serious oh you're being selfish oh you're just pursuing your desires like that's not how it works oh you're so privileged like there's a lot of noise that can come up around that and so again I'm sitting with this and then in the email that I sent, my email list, what I brought up was if you want to watch this series and you're going to look at this through a business lens, what you can do specifically to relate this back to human design in the Gene Keys is looking at your attraction sphere in the Gene Keys, which is in the Venus sequence. It's the second sphere. This is your unconscious moon. This is what drives you in life. In the Gene Keys, traditionally, this is known as your sexual wounding. And so when I look at this and the way that I talk about it from a business lens is like, okay, sexual wounding relationships, yes, but I also look at, we have a relationship with our business. What is the quote, sexual creative wounding that I have with my business? And the gene key that I have in there is 48, which is found in the spleen. The shadow is inadequacy. Then we have the gift of resourcefulness and the city of wisdom. When I look at sexual discordance in my business for so fucking long I have felt inadequate but the inadequacy is what drove me because this is the unconscious moon to become resourceful to learn how to use Canva create a website set up Stripe send emails market myself get clear on messaging study so that I can become more knowledgeable and support my clients it drove me feeling inadequate drove me to become resourceful and with that now I have a lot of wisdom to share with people so it's not a bad thing the attraction sphere the sexual wounding the sexual discordance that I felt with my business is what actually brought me to the point of oh I can navigate all of this I can allow the shadows to express themselves in my life and in my business and I can simultaneously experience pleasure by trusting my sacral authority to guide me on the decisions that I need to make. And just because the sacral authority has to do with creativity and sexual energy and life force energy and all these things, and if you're not a sacral authority, that doesn't mean that you're not going to feel that. But your version of your authority, whether it's emotional, splenic, ego, self-projected, mental, reflector, all of that, that your authority, that is what will lead you to your version of pleasure. And so I feel like that's the next question is what is your version of pleasure in your business? What are you doing? What are you not doing? What are you stopping doing? What are you starting doing? What is it that you feel a discordance with? You know, if you consider "Mm, my mind is turned on with this thing that I think I should do my body's not on board or is it like your body like you you love the creative aspect of this thing but mentally you're like yeah I just don't know how to express this or share this with people for it to resonate you know that can be the sexual discordance that you have with the things that you're doing in your business but it's when you find that alignment and it's a full body fuck yes this is when people create their version of success and when they sell things and when they show up and they they share their story it's landing for people because that they're in full alignment 
But I just feel like sometimes people talk about, oh, just get into alignment. And then it's like, well, what the fuck? Okay. Oh, affirmations. Oh, this. And that doesn't fully resonate. For some people it does. They can just, oh, I'm just going to write these affirmations and say them to myself 10 times a day. And it's going to, it's going to shift my energy. Some people don't resonate with that. I don't resonate with affirmations. But if I look at and I'm and I have this example here and I'm like, okay, this discordance, like where is the mismatching? How can I be creative? Where am I not following my strategy and authority? What would it look like for me to have pleasure? How does my pleasure differ from someone else? Like I know for me, I have a friend of mine who their strategy in business is doing lead gen by following people and doing the DM strategy and putting them into a program that fucking works for them. They don't pump out content. They don't have a podcast channel. They don't have an established email list. Whereas I have the complete opposite. I fucking love creating content. I like, I've literally had people want to hire me in their business to create content for them. And, and so it's like, well, okay, if this is what's calling me, if it lights me up to post on Instagram, to write emails every week, multiple times a week, to do podcast episodes every week, sometimes twice a week, how can I continue to go down that rabbit hole because my body's on board, even though my mind is like, well, I don't know if this is going to work forever or when will it start working at the capacity that you want it to work? There's a discordance there. And so the discordance is ultimately showing you where to look. And the attraction sphere is going to show you the wounding in that area. I feel like I could have said this 15 minutes ago, but it literally that clarity just landed for me. The discordance shows you where to look and that attraction sphere is the wounding in that area. That's like your point of contemplation. And so I really wanted to dive into this and share it from a business lens because I, I think it's so interesting. And I think that since I have gotten back from Bali what's happened is that I have become much more connected to my body because when I was there, I just felt so at peace. You know, I was eating really nutritious food. I was working out. I was in the sun every day. I was getting massages multiple times a week. Like I was doing ceremonious things. Like I've done combo, a cacao ceremony, kirtan, the mushroom ceremony. Like I've done so many things there where I, I was pushed into my body in such a deep level that it's like I can't ignore when I feel a discordance somewhere now. And so I feel that when we bring in metaphors like this and we relate sex to business, but in a way that's productive and not just not just enticing or sexualized, like it's it's coming from this creative energy perspective, I think it's really going to be supportive for people instead of just looking at their business and being like, okay, sometimes we do need to add a layer to see things differently. And that's what my open Ajna does. This is how I create everything that I do. So I am going to share in the show notes, there's going to be a post on the attraction sphere that you can click that will take you to my Instagram where you can read about it and just really sit with your attraction sphere. There's going to be a link to the line expression of the attraction sphere so you can look at your line expression as well. And I'm also going to, just for funsies, there's a post I did last year. It's called How Human Design Can Save Your Sex Life. And I talk about motivation and how communicating your motivation can actually support you with how you take action in business and like how you can connect with your partner. And also, so it's like, again, tying into like business and relationships, but it's still like a very interesting concept. And people really loved that post, I think, in... 
in my world, I would consider that that post went a little bit viral because people were just like, oh my fucking God. So that will also be in the show notes for you to check out as well. And of course, if you want more support with diving into the Gene Keys and business, check out the Gene Keys business guide. That's like my signature offer that I have that'll also be in the show notes for you. So I hope that today's conversation was evoking and that you feel curious and inspired and take it slow with how you dive into this because this is a very interesting slow burn curious approach to blending like sex sexual wounding business pleasure all of that together i think it's a really 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 fascinating topic i feel like i could start an entire fucking podcast channel on this but I won't. I'm just going to do some episodes. So anyways, if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, please do. And if you can take a moment to leave a five-star review, it takes literally one second on Spotify. If you want to do a quick written review, you can write like one sentence in like 10 seconds on Apple. I would appreciate that so much. Every time I see that somebody's left a review, it just makes me smile because it puts so much time and effort into creating these episodes to support people. It's like, just like thank you is what it feels like. So thank you for listening. And I'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next episode.